Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Matthew chapter 25, verse 10, while they went away to buy, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast and the door was shut. Now herein we have a portrayal of a truth that is so very important for Jesus paints a picture here of a too late scenario. Now our human tendency is to always believe that there is still yet time. There, however, is coming a day when the door will be shut. Only those who are ready will be included in the wedding feast. And it is so very clear that the absence of the Holy Spirit's presence will preclude our participation. Upon rebirth, the Spirit of God comes upon us to burn brightly in a world so very dark. However, that does not mean that he is in control as he should be. His presence, as the word tells us, is purchased without money and without price, Isaiah 55, 1. But you see, control, well, that's a matter of discipleship. That issue begins with what we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit, quote unquote, and it is imperative to understand that his presence simply does not guarantee his control. Verse 11 says afterward, the other virgins also came saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, most certainly I tell you, I don't know you. According to scripture, without the presence of the Holy Spirit, we not only do not have him, he does not even know us. Clearly our Lord is emphasizing the importance of having the Spirit of God in us. You see, salvation is more than just reciting a sinner's prayer or going to church or even believing in his existence. For James 2.19 says, you believe that there is one God, you do well. But even the demons believe, tremble. Verse 13 says, watch therefore, for you don't know the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. So again, herein we're called to act. So unless we move, we will most certainly be left in the dark. Verse 14 says, for it is like a man going into another country who called his own servants and entrusted his goods to them. To one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one, and to each one according to his own ability. Then he went away on his journey. The Lord herein continues to present pictures of the life that he desires of us as we await his return. We are herein given a snapshot of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, if you will, that does not begin at our earthly departure, not at our death or even the rapture, but rather upon the moment of our redemption. For the Lord himself has taught us that the kingdom is within us. Those of us who are his own. See Luke 17 verse 21. In this parable, Jesus likens the kingdom to a man who invested in his servants 
and then left them for a time. He gave each one according to the ability that the master saw in them, not the same amount or the same talents, but to each one according to the master's judgment. Well, a talent is scripturally an amount of money in scripture. It clearly uh, portrays or plays into, at least, our modern vernacular of talent and or gifting. Verse 16 says, immediately he who received the five talents went and he traded with them and made another five talents. And in the same way, he also who got the two gained another two. But he who received the one talent went away and he dug in the earth and hid his Lord's money. The scriptures are full of passages concerning our Lord's desire to see us serve him. He, as the master over us, has invested a great deal in us. And we must acknowledge today that he wants, yes, even expects, a return upon that investment. Yet despite the magnitude of scripture directing us toward this reality, so many of us have managed to ignore or even deny this stark fact. Yet the passage before us is difficult even for those people to ignore. While some of these benefactors in the story are quick to capitalize upon what was given to them, there was that one who failed to do anything with his or her gifts, but rather buried it in the ground. Notice that there was not a quantity of return that was demanded by the master, but simply his or her faithfulness and righteousness. Verse 19 says, Now after a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. We must be very careful to take note of this crucial fact. Master is coming back and will ask what we have done with all that he has given us. Certainly this fact is more of a reality here in the United States where we have been given so very, very much. Verse 20 says, He who received the five talents came and brought another five talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Behold, I have gained another five talents in addition to them. The Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things, and I'll set you over many things, enter into the joy of the Lord. He also, who had two talents, came and said, Lord, you have delivered to me two talents. Behold, I have gained another two talents in addition to them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things, and I'll set you over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. You see, some will be found faithful and will have spent their time here upon this earth joyfully serving a master that has given them breath and so very much more. There is no sense of fear in those individuals for they had and have faithfully served the one they loved. They were deemed faithful and because they were, they were invited into the joy that the Lord offered. Now, no death or rapture or departure from this life um, is spoken of here. 
Why should it? Why should it make them fear? For the joy that was offered did not begin nor end with such an exodus. Rather, the joy spoken of here was rather found in the service and the position that they held for the master. So many believers have found the joy of the Lord to be well an elusive commodity. Indeed, they believe as they should. Yet such a state of joy has been found to be out of their reach. I have found repeatedly in such cases that the problem did not lie in the lack of equal offerings. No, rather in the refusal to make good on what had already been given. And we all have indeed been so given, whether we acknowledge that fact or not. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim and JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.